0: Folks, our first on-demand workshop, "How to Become a Coffee Consultant," is now available for you to learn at your own pace for just 50 euros, and it comes with a certificate upon completion. Go to Mapperforward.coffeeforward/workshops, or click the link in the show notes for more details. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapperforward friends. I'm your host Lee Safar, and this is episode three of our five-part series where we're talking about the ecology of coffee and very specific. Specifically, we're talking about the dangerous impact of using foreign microbes in coffee processing and joining me is Andres Felipe ospina uh, scientist uh, coffee uh, coffee businessman and like involved in everything to do with coffee production consuming and etc etc today we're going to talk about the negative impacts of Koji and Folks, if you are a fan of the coffee that uh, the Koji coffee in inverted commas that's been out there on the market, um, and you're super pissed already that we're talking about this, I, all I'm going to ask is that you keep an open mind with what you're about to hear, uh, because the thing that we always advoc- advocate for on this pro on this show is we explore with curiosity and open-mindedness okay so um this is important for us to hold ourselves accountable that yes there could be coffees that taste amazing but the road for them to get to us may be far more destructive than we know and when we have people in the coffee industry that are doing things just because they taste delicious or just because they're going to sell, we rob ourselves of the opportunity of understanding the impact that that processing is having on the ecosystem and on the producer long-term. So Andres Felipe, tell us uh, the negative impacts that Koji has on coffee production that we may not have even thought about in in the industry
1: okay so here maybe i would like to talk a little bit about our research but because i would like uh-huh. to come with something that is more substantial it's not something that is sub-subjective as my perception of something uh-huh. so a few years back i start to hear about this um as i said before we always use koji in, in japan where i live um with my kids, I, we have been using this since they were baby. just trying to get them to understand healthy food and so on. But it never occurs to me to bring it to processed coffee, although we were working very hard in producing uh, coffees and isolating local microbes to produce better coffees and try to bring uh, some innovation to the industry, try to help farmers to isolate their own farms, their own microbes, so they can produce unique coffees and have some kind of a standardization in what we are doing. So it's something that was part of us, but bringing subtropical uh, microbes to our ecosystem was not something that we could ever think about. Mm-hmm. And I think that some coffee enthusiasts are doing that right now, but they are doing it just because there is this kind of frenzy of getting the new flavor all the time. And But this frenzy of getting it is kind of getting a little bit irresponsible in a way, because people is doing things that are already proven and should not be done. So for example, the traffic of microbes is something that is already prohibited by laws in many countries. It is also part of the international treaties on protection on biodiversity. That means something, that means enough research has been done to understand the implications of producing invasive species into another ecosystem. OK, so what are the dangers of, for example, Koji or some commercial yeast? There are many, many ones. The first one we talked in the, in the last uh, episode, which is that they are going to be able to colonize very quickly the environment of native microbes. What mm-hmm. we have seen when we have research in microbes and our research, we already did some inoculations with Koji. I, was obligated to do it. But we did it in our lab and in controlled uh, uh, environment, so it won't, wouldn't sca- escape to our own farm. This is the last thing that I want to happen to our land. So we did this series of fermentations and we start to um, con- monitor the progression of the microbiological communities through the fermentation when we add or inoculate uh, coffee with these uh, yeast uh, that are come from wine, but also koji. And what we saw is like, they will really act as what they have been designed. They will come and grow very quickly and they will overtake the substrate. In this case, the coffee cherries or the coffee mucilage, and they will start to push other species outside. And when you start to see a progression in time, 12 hours, 24 hours, 36 hours, hours, and so on, then you see the local microbes start to be depleted, 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 depleted. And the ones that you have inoculated, then they will persist. In the case when we do inoculation with local microbes, because the other local ones are used to it, even if you do inoculation, the the other local microbes will go down in their proportion but because you are putting a starter from the beginning so just by math that is started from the beginning will go but when you start to check other populations they will be always present mm-hmm. now, there are some factors that will uh, uh, change the composition of the communities of microbes for example if the ph in fermentation start to go down because microbes will produce uh, acids as uh, product of fermentation. So when the media starts to at least, uh, be more acid, mm-hmm. some microbes are not going to be alive in that acid medium. But right. it's not necessarily because the other ones are being actively killing them, it's because the transformation of the substrate itself. But in the case of invasive species, what we see is an active role of the other ones uh, not letting The native ones to be alive in the same proportion. So the conclusion of our research is indeed there is a loss in diversity, in biodiversity, in tanks that are being controlled, uh, um, controlling in all the aspects, and and you you inoculate them with uh, wine yeast or you inoculate them with with koji. So we we have already proven that and. It's kind of sad to know that it is true, but at the same time, I feel relieved. Of course, we need to do a lot more uh, stuff, essays to, to find out, but talking for our research and our results, we already have seen it, and I think it's at least the initial proof that this actually can cause a terrible pandemic. So, and I, I'm talking about pandemic because um, we are using, uh, we are introducing, or some people is introducing these microbes in many different countries. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when I saw, for example, they were bringing to Ethiopia, I was doing a QP processing in Ethiopia. And I've been amazed and I'm a lover of Ethiopian coffees. And I couldn't imagine what could be the implications of Koji in Ethiopia or some uh, commercial yeast in Ethiopia. Um, we already have a lot of different research. Uh, showing, for example, the loss of diversity of microbes that are associated with wine. Wine is long, older than than coffee. Um, Coffee is just like a newborn compared Mm. with wine. But what we can see in wineries all over the world is that the microbes that are associated with wine have a very limited uh, genetical variability and there are very few species. Coffee in the country is more has a lot more of diversity and cacao as well. But if we start to do this thing of inoculating commercialists and so on, what we can create is that the that uh, local microbes are going to be depleted, and we are going to have less and less microbes to produce new coffees, which is what is happening with wine. So I think the projection is quite uh, clear. There's not much to discuss about it. Science has already proved again this, mm-hmm. and it's already proved by many scientists through the history. So I don't know if, if I make myself. You
0: made it. yourself very clear, and and I want to make sure make sure I've understood it correctly. Um, so there are when you introduce. a a microbe to an ecosystem that it's already been established in, let's say you introduce more of that microbe than is normally there, the ecosystem will find a way to restore its own balance because everything that's in that ecosystem is already familiar with that microbe um, and it will find a way to come back to to its own balance. It will be
1: disruptive. No, if you introduce, if you use... An inoculum of a local microbe of a local that microbe. Will,
0: that's what I mean. The one that's already you, been there.
1: Yeah, if, if but, someone that is introduced, they may not be able to fight back.
0: Right. So if we take something that's local, we're good. But if we take something from outside and introduce it into an ecosystem, that even if it has a local version of it, let's say we, you know, koji exists in different places around the world. Let's say we take a a koji from Japan and introduce it into Colombia, even if Mm -hmm. Colombia has its own local version of koji, and we take the Japanese version of koji and we introduce it into the local ecosystem of Colombia, if that koji from Japan is more dominant and aggressive and invasive than the local koji in Colombia, and it, it... will have a predatory effect on the ecosystem and create destruction?
1: Yeah, many things could happen. Okay. Um, Let's say, if there is a new koji variety in Colombia, I'm sure we can find it because we have also growing rice in Colombia for a long time, yes? And for example, uh, aspergillus orisia has been a transformation of a previous aspergillus into this one. And the characteristic is this one, it does not produce toxins. Usually, most produce a lot of toxins. So if you just put any mold there to to, to do your coffee, most surely you can have toxins in that coffee. Mm -hmm. They are called toxins and other ones like toxins and so on. But many of them are cancerogenic type A. That means they are almost as dangerous as radiation, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you have to be very careful to what is the local one that you are going to grow, and we need to find it. But what we see is introducing we are just taking the fast track to do something, but it can destroy the ones that are native. How do they destroy it? Because it will exclude it. Well, that's one thing. But let's say it has a close cousin that could be uh, similar to, to that koji. Mm-hmm. Then what it happen most surely is that they are going to uh, inhibit, they are going to cross, they are going to produce offspring out of it. But when you do that, you probably, you, first of all, you're already changing the genetical composition of the local variety. There is not going to be any more the local variety, and therefore there is a loss of biodiversity right there. Mm-hmm. And when you introduce those genes into the local one, then most surely the way that the local one has been behaving for millions of years is going to change. So their ecological role is going to change, and then we don't know what could be the outcomes of that. And that may mm-hmm. is going to be the same when, if we use um, yeast that are Saccharomyces cerevisiae, everybody talks about Saccharomyces cerevisiae. And well, local strains of Saccharomyces cerevisiae can change and their role can change. And maybe they have, we have like a beautiful one that can produce much better coffee, but we are not even giving the chance to the local one to be discovered because we are putting these new ones there, right? Mm. So we are going to change it. So there is a lot of different levels in which uh, changes can happen. And the most scary thing is most of those changes cannot be put back. They are irreversible. Once it's out
0: of the bottle, you can't go back. Because and that's
1: why we talk about pandemic, right? right. Because, for example, a koji or, or these commercial strain of yeast will grow everywhere. And they will displace other ones. How are you going to clean the environment? Right. You're not going to environment, right? right? So if your neighbor is producing a beautiful coffee and you do it here, rather it went to his farm because the wind, because the rain, because everything, then he stops growing beautiful coffees with his native East, and now his coffee is going to taste more similar to yours and yours is going to taste more similar to the ones in Ethiopia and everybody's going to have the same coffee. So in the long run, what we can see is the potential to lose beautiful pro- new profiles of coffee and have like more uniformity mm-hmm. micro uh, community around the world. And therefore we are going to lose our biggest treasure and the biggest treasure for any farmer, which is their microbes. That's the way that they can produce unique coffees in the future. But if everybody ends up with the same microbes, then right. we can shut down the, the door for many people. And that's a lot of economical rights There are farmers, you know,
0: How does Let's say somebody was to take Koji in Colombia and they were to process uh, this coffee. you know uh, Christopher Ferran has an article where he details the way that he did this with a coffee producer in Colombia. And what I want to understand is how that Koji gets from the processing into the ecosystem.
1: Well. I, I read the article. I don't know this guy. Um mm-hmm. we love him. Um uh, but basically when when you see how they process coffee, they will they will dry coffee in African beds, rice mm-hmm. African beds. Koji produces a lot of spores. So when you see koji growing in biology or microbiology, we 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 have something that is called a sporulation. So mm-hmm. it's a process in the mold changes a little bit of of. Mm-hmm. Everybody has seen, for example, in, in, in an orange, the mold at the beginning mm-hmm. is growing is white, well, to become like kind of, uh, sorry, I was going to say in Japanese, it means green. <laughs> so it becomes green. And when it becomes green, it, it produces spores. Those spores are being designed by being taken by the wind. Mm-hmm. Okay. But so you do coffee in an African bed, what you are doing is you are creating a huge, a huge, it's, it's just... Distribution network. <laughs> yeah, like like a new batch of new spores that are going to be spread all over the ecosystem. You know, mm-hmm. all of those are going to be able to create a new individual. So and and this goes crazy. Let's say, for example, I don't know. Let's say you use uh, twenty grams of koji to do one kilo of cherry. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The amount of, of spores that are going to come after the fermentation. Could be worth 20 kilos of koji or something like that i mean wow. the, the proportion is, is really big because the way it grows and how fast it is perulates and how many spores it produced, and all of them are dispersed by the wind um like for example i was talking the other day what in one of our courses actually in, it was in portland last week when uh, a japanese student came and said i cannot believe people is taking koji you know if you put koji in your finger and you touch the wall and you come 10, 10 years later your whole house will be invaded by the koji because it never disappeared we have tried to clean koji in our uh, lab mm-hmm. with using things that we normally use to clean microbes like for example uh, uh, chlorine so the chlorine will not destroy really uh, ozone it just left to the ozone uh, alcohol, yeah, it doesn't matter. It also produces alcohol. So it's pretty much indestructible by the way that we do. We have to really do auto club, the, the yep. cozy elements, to do, hey. and do actually a quite long autoclub. And that's something that no farm has, you know? So no. just in an African bed, it will go to the soil. And then when it rains and the wind, it's just going to go everywhere and it's going to change for sure your terrarium. And, and it goes into the. Yeah, yes. It's going to be there.
0: It goes into the and water that, systems, the fish eat matter, it. it,
1: right? Yeah, it doesn't matter if you are like a super coffee enthusiast. Uh, what are you going to do? Not even <laughs> scientists and not not even, you know, there is no vaccine for the environment, as I always say. To mm. Like, mm. I mean, we were lucky in this pandemic. We managed to have some vaccines and stuff like that. Who is going to put a vaccine in local microbes? There is no such a thing.
0: And the, the koji that came from Japan, has it been demonstrated to be invasive in in places in like my, Colombia?
1: In my lab, yes. And, uh, and we hope we can publish this article and show, in, in, in if you come to any of my my talks on this, we show some pictures of how the progression is done and yep. what the local microbes that are associated with naturals that have been inoculated with co and then you, you see that there are no other microorganisms around there. Okay. And um, we are coming with a new research, which is actually see how they establish in the ground and stuff like that. That's something that is coming. We hopefully, we are getting associated with uh, uh, universities to do this. And also some uh, students of microbiology and biology are coming to do research with us Great. in our research. So, yeah, I think more and more data is to come uh, to prove again, I guess.
0: And we get to have you back on this podcast uh, to talk about <laughs> it, which is going to be great. Now, in the next episode, uh, now that we've established that koji is an invasive species and does really mess with coffee production, uh, the extent we don't know yet uh, with the way that it's going to mess with the, the ecosystem, in the next episode we're going to talk about the uh, – the role that roasters, traders and baristas are playing uh, in relationship to the producer of uh, the way and the reason that these things start to progress into being a functional part of production. And it's quite disturbing. And it's been something that we've been complaining about in our industry for a long time. So let's talk about it in the next episode. Join us folks. Peace, love and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day.